Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom and joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks very much if you're a returning listener. Pretty happy with the download figures at the moment, Josh. It's yeah. going quite well. We might need to start handing out fast passes so that people can <laughs> skip all the lines that are being generated. I, I think we ha- we will, yeah. Yeah. By my calculations, more people listened to last week's episode alone than voted for Theresa May's Brexit deal. Oh, oh. zing. Oof, look at that. Oof. A deep cut there. My bad. But we're here to talk about theme parks, not politics, thankfully. Yeah. But also... Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We really yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. absolutely. I thought you were going to say, yes, but we will also talk about politics. <laughs> we probably like, well, will. We'll, we don't have to. I mean, I try to keep my politics out of my theme parks. Yeah. Unless, you know... Unless it's theme park politics. Brexit becomes such an all-encompassing thing that maybe it becomes yeah, a potential theme park attraction. Well, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you never know. We'll have to wait and see, I guess, when Paramount Park finally opens its doors. But until then, Josh, we only have... Stuff like Disney World to talk about, yeah. so we just have to get by, I guess. Boring stuff like that. Indeed. Last week, we talked a lot about Disney um, and what they've got planned in other parts of the world, maybe yep. their Marvel attractions. This week, we're bringing it back home to the comfort zone of Orlando and a mix of Disney and Universal stuff, so yeah. that should be cool. I like that. Bringing it back home to somewhere neither of us live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in my dreams, I live there, Josh. Yes, so, sorry, you yeah. Know, and Disney are all about making those dreams come true. That's true. When you so, wish upon a star. Exactly. Before we start, actually, Josh, I have played some Parkitect this week. Ooh. I hadn't done last week when we talked a bit more about Parkitect. We have not. I don't know how the supply routes work. What do you... Okay. So, I started the campaign. Yeah. I was quite happy, actually, with the layout of my park. I thought it looked pretty good. You sure? And I thought I was pretty on track to meet the objectives. Yeah. And then... Pop-ups started appearing above every shop and food stall in the park. And yep. apparently I wasn't stocking them. They were unstocked, constantly unstocked. And I didn't really know why or how to fix it. So, it. so do you build the tubes underground or do you just make a normal path or is it either? I don't quite uh, know. Either the, the, so if you build the tube to a depot, yeah, that's quicker than getting someone to walk from the main depot to your shop. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to have another look at it. The but. If you go onto the scenarios, yeah, the first very first scenario takes you through it. Yeah, I'm going to need to probably redo it. Because I did do that, and then obviously I've come back to it a week or two later, and I'm probably just going to have to redo it and remind myself right. of how it works. As they always say in uh, sports, mm. ball sports especially, the ball travels quicker than a man. You know, let the ball do the work. Yeah. Or in this exactly. case, let the pipe do the work. To be fair, Sunday League, the man often travels faster than the ball because the ball's got like stuck in some shit on the ground or it's true. mud or bobbled away off into a completely different direction. Yeah. Uh, that's my excuse anyway. <laughs> I don't know what yours is. <laughs> I just suck. Well, fair enough. I mean, I could use that one as well. But the pitch, I'll, I'll use that one. Sure. For now. Theme parks, Josh. Let's talk theme, about real theme, theme parks. parks. News is happening. Well, I guess it's kind of rumours and speculation at the moment, but it seems pretty well-placed Yes. on uh, these fronts that we're going to start with anyway, which are two roller coasters coming to the same park. Yeah. Islands of Adventure. IOA. Universal, keen not to let people forget, in the midst of all the talk about a new theme park, that they already have a couple, yeah. and they're continuing to add to them. Yeah. It's been a couple of years since Islands of Adventure got a new ride, correct? King Kong was the last King one? King Kong, yes. Which was 20... 
15, 16 maybe? 16. It was there when I went in 2016. It wasn't there in 2015. It wasn't there when I went in 2015, so it must have been a late 2015, early 2016 I went ride. in September 2015. And it wasn't there? It wasn't there. Oh, okay. So maybe it, maybe it was an early 2016 ride. So we're coming up on three years. Yep. Since they opened a new ride. And in the coming months, they're going to open a brand new Harry Potter themed roller coaster. <laughs> Absolutely. On the site of the old Dragon Challenge. Which we've uh, discussed previously to various extents in different episodes previously. Yeah, it's been a recurring story, I guess, what's going on with this roller coaster exactly. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it was uh, Dragon Challenge, as I said, which was yeah. a dueling roller coaster. Fire and Ice. Was, uh, yeah, it started as a, a dueling dragons, Fire and Ice. Yeah. Then it became Dragon Challenge, yeah. where it was the like Hungarian... Horntail versus the versus the, uh, uh, the but at that point when they stopped doing when they stopped doing dueling dragons they they stopped dueling mm. they sent them off separately oh okay but dueling dragons they got rid of it sorry dragon challenge sorry yes they got rid of it in yeah. I think it was at the tail end of the last time I was there yeah like 2016 maybe it wasn't quite that long ago. I want to say it was still there in 2015 yeah it definitely was yeah. I might be wrong about that. It's either late 2016, maybe it was early 2017. But they're building what they claim is going to be one of the most advanced, highly themed, story-driven roller coasters they've ever built. Yep. Which I think is really cool because when you think of theming a roller coaster to an IP, it's always more interesting when they really go to town on animatronics and different coaster elements rather than just building what could be any old roller coaster, chucking a lick of paint on it and calling it a day. Yeah. Which, you know... Throwing some screens around it. I'm looking at you, Gringotts. Well, yeah, but even more than that, something like Hulk, which Hulk yeah. is a great roller coaster, but if you painted it blue and said it was... It was a, a different era, Hulk, I guess. I guess so. Of themed rides. Yeah. But when, when I think of great themed roller coasters, I think of The Mummy. Yes. And I think of Expedition Everest. Sure. Uh, so something of that standard would be great, but it's Universal really bigging this one up without having shown anything of it yet. Yep. What is your expectations for this ride? Obviously, like you said, we have talked about it a bit briefly, but just to sort of really touch on what you're yeah, hoping I, for. I guess I preface that with I really like the Hogwarts ride. Uh, the Forbidden Journey. The Forbidden Journey. Don't like particularly Gringotts. Yeah. I think there's too many too many obvious screens there right. going on. Um so on that basis, clearly I want a lot of uh you know real props going on. Yes. Which seems like that's we're gonna get some of that involved. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. I think we're gonna get some screens as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's probably unavoidable. Yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Always like a roller coaster. Yes. Big fan of roller coasters. Yeah. And I think based on the fact that this whole this land in Islands is based around Hogwarts itself and Hogsmeade, yeah. when we think the roller coaster is going to be set in another surrounding area, so lots to talk about the Forbidden Forest yes. being the likely setting for this one, which will be cool. Uh, but the Makes reason sense. sorry. Makes sense. Yes. Um yeah. obviously you've got Hagrid's uh hut involved, yes. so and that's Which is also in the Flying Unicorn. Sorry, the hip, the flying hippogriff or whatever. Hagrid's hut is is on that ride. Yes, potential issue there. Ooh. A bit of clashing of multi, storytelling there. 
multi hut system. Yeah, multi hut system. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the t- trademark. <laughs> Hagrid's multi hut system. The reason we're talking about it this week is because, courtesy of uh, the Park Stop podcast, which I highly recommend as well. Not as much as this one, obviously. Obviously. But um, they've seen a an internal email sent around to Universal Studios staff, which basically announces that they are starting the process of recruitment for this specific ride. Yeah. So with that in mind, it's probably not too far away. And I think no. they're targeting an early summer opening. I think that's been known for a while. Yeah. So in terms of an unveiling of sorts, you know, a behind-the-scenes video at the very least, and a, and a name. Yeah. You'd think it must be coming up fairly soon here. You'd have, you'd have thought so. I have heard talks of this year's uh, summertime. Are these your sources? These are my sources. I, I am ITK. Oh. I am I'm not. I but. can but dream of such a status. <laughs> I have heard, uh, yeah, summertime. S- for the summertime You've been hiding service. in the bushes outside Universal yeah. Studios, listening in on all the... Did uh, you not see my presentation to the press <laughs> the other day? Can't say I did. No, I was off. You'll have to invite me next time. Yeah, because obviously there's going to be a bit of a lull uh, from the opposition in Orlando. Yeah. A.K.A. Disney. Yeah. uh, In terms of when their ride's coming out, if the rumours are to be true. Hmm. So a summertime hype roller coaster Harry Potter from Islands of Adventure Universal could be big time for them. Yes. Get some big numbers in. Yeah. And sort of start to rebuild the... uh... The reputation of the franchise after the uh, dumpster Ooh, fire that was yeah. the crimes of Grindelwald. Quality film, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crimes of filmmaking, more like it. Hey, I tell you. Ha! Uh, but anyway, yes, very much looking forward to whatever this ride ends up being, exactly. The other roller coaster that they have said nothing about, this has all been purely speculated Pure on by ITKs like yourself, Josh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is a new Jurassic Park roller coaster. Yeah. And there is movement in the Jurassic Park area of Islands of Adventure, which would heavily imply work is about to begin on something fairly substantial. And yes. it does line up with the rumours that have been going around about a new roller coaster that's going to be built in and around the Discovery Centre. Yeah. And potentially the route will run outside the front of that Discovery Centre, which, if you don't know, again, is very much themed to the discovery center from the film itself yes meant to like be a visitor center yeah. and we'll sort of go out onto the waterfront which is cool yeah I, I guess a bit like how um the hulk does a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. you're right the, yeah the hulk does do that a little bit so this is exciting i mean we don't know anything about this really because it's all just been speculated on rather than anything firmly um confirmed <laughs> it's terrible english there but we'll we'll get on with it what what what's your expectation for this? I, I'm thinking that this is going to be a pretty, this is going to be of like a Hulk standard in terms of in terms of thrills because having lost the Dragon Challenge, which was up there with Hulk in terms yeah. of sort of you know targeting an older demographic, yep. the Potter Coaster I'm sure will have intensity to it, but I think it is going to scale that little bit younger, yes, um, or shorter, should I say? <laughs> Do you think Jurassic Park will? Do you think they'll use this as an opportunity to bring back something of a bit more intensity? Yeah, I mean, you're clearly showing your hype for... Yes, I'm wearing my Jurassic Park t-shirt, which uh, followers of our Instagram account will will know, will have known already, because I popped a picture up there earlier to announce... That was from 10 years ago, that picture, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, this teacher isn't quite ten years old, um, but it's, it's it's getting on a little bit in, in age, but still still fits, still all good. I could, I could, if the ten year challenge was last year, I could actually do a theme park ten year challenge. Oh yeah, I I could do that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, yeah. Come back in a couple of months for our ten year challenge, but it's theme parks only. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. We'll, I'll try and recreate pictures from my like 2008 Florida trip um, <laughs> when I go in in March. Yeah, no, 2009. We're in 2019 now. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I did 2008, so it'll be 11 year challenge for us. Like, oh, okay. I guess. Or yeah. for me. I actually did the ice bucket challenge in Florida. Did you? Yeah. That when the ice bucket challenge was a thing, I was in Florida. It's kind of cheating. I, I did it in the high school reviews t-shirt. Yeah, you did. I remember. You might have been the one who challenged me. I don't yeah, really remember. Probably. High school reviews. Do you still have that t-shirt? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I have mine anymore for some reason, but. I think mine's been stored. We should get Park Rough t-shirts made. We should. Wear them at the parks. Yes. We should do that. Viral. Go yeah. viral. Can you imagine, like, if I meet Mickey in March, and then you meet him in May, and he's like, Hey, Paul, uh, <laughs> do you know Tom? <laughs> he has that shirt on, too. I listen to his podcast all the time. Yeah. Jurassic Park ride. Yeah. Back on topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I really liked Dragon Challenge, Jordan Dragon's. I thought they were pretty cool roller coasters. Yeah, I like them as well. Um, I do like the um, underslung. What's it? Um, the inverted. Inverted. Uh, I like underslung though. Yeah. Underslung works. Underslung roller coasters. Sounds like a spell in Harry Potter. Yeah. I think that's the. Be- I think that's how they should be described. To underslung. Me. You know, Nemesis. My f- personal favourite is yeah. Uh, inverted. Yeah. So losing them is obviously a shame. Although the new Harry Potter looks really cool. Uh, so to have another big roller coaster in Islands of Adventure is needed. You know, there's uh, they are considered the bigger, more grown up of the two uh, sides of Orlando in terms of rides. Obviously, you got Hulk. You did have Jordan Dragons. You got a uh, Rip Ride, Rock It, yes, Universal. So, and which are all proper roller coasters. Mm. So, yeah, I think we definitely need a replacement for Jordan Dragons, as it yeah. were. And I think it's interesting because you tend to think of when new rides get built, quite often they're replacing something. We have obviously suggested that this could be a replacement of sorts for Dueling Dragons, but in yeah. terms of just space for space replacement, it, that's the Potter coaster. So this is just a, new, a completely new ride that's being built on ground that hasn't had a ride on it before. Yeah, which like I think is really cool. That an expansion pad. Yeah, that they're still willing to uh, to expand on the park. Yeah, by building on just building on land that hasn't been used before. Tell you what, I mean, they might go. Obviously, they might come up with a new idea. For how the coaster should work, new uh, track design, new uh, car design. Yeah. If you want to go kick it old school, an inverted would actually be quite cool. Because mm. then you could have like dinosaurs chomping at your feet. That's a good shout. Yeah. That's a very good shout. What do you think? Because I think we have spoken about this before. We spoke about this when we did our Universal Fourth Gate episode. And we talked about the fact that Jurassic World is probably a strong contender for that yep. part of the park. I did read something this week that suggested that that was maybe no longer the case and that they might instead just go ahead with retheming Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure. If that's the case, which I am, you know, I'm torn on because you know, I love Jurassic Park and I know Jurassic World is a big name and, you know, what's the difference really? I, I, I kind of get that argument, but I really hate Jurassic World. <laughs> I think it's terrible. Yeah. And so I just, I just feel a lot better about myself when I'm walking into that part of the park if it's Jurassic Park. I was I came up with a 
kind of and also sorry Jurassic World if they think if they did that at the new park that would yeah. give them the opportunity to dedicate a lot more space to it and at least then they've got a point of reference because obviously Jurassic World is a theme park in the film yeah. which they could replicate so I was thinking along those lines you could have Jurassic World in the third park but then reskin as it were Jurassic Park to be more like decrepit like oh, okay. Jurassic Park Structures in Jurassic World. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so that it's kind of like the old and then the new. Obviously, then you got the, the roller coaster still spinning around, which would be quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort so of like it's all over ground. If the ride breaks down, they'll be like, "So when's it opening?" I'm like, "Don't know, mate. <laughs> We're just really in character here. Yeah, it's broken. Broken. Yeah. Jurassic World's over there. Just don't let the raptors get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? They just have to name all the rides after like different Samsung phones in Jurassic World. <laughs> And stuff like that. Oh, it'd be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I think the fact that they are going ahead with a new ride in Jurassic Park does yeah. lend some weight to that argument that, yeah. they, that they will just go ahead and retheme this. It would seem odd to build a whole new Jurassic Park ride in Jurassic Park if you're building another Jurassic Park land. Wouldn't you rather put the new ride yeah. there? So here's a question then: mm. Does when this open is that when they retheme this to Jurassic World? You like would, officially, you would think so. Yeah, yeah. Like in in line with the new ride opening. Yeah, yeah. You would think so, but I guess we'll see. It's exciting though. I, I mean, don't. I like. I, I don't even like the blue of the Jurassic World logo. No, I think the it red looks, looks really cheap and like tacky. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't like anything about it. I think the red looks. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously they've had that raptor encounter there for some time, and that's obviously blue. very. Is it blue? Jurassic in, World inspired. Is it meant to be blue? I assume so. I don't know. I don't know. But that's obviously very Jurassic World inspired, and they haven't felt the need to yes. rename it no. until now. So I think they could get away with leaving it. It's just whether or not they do. Yeah. But we'll wait and see, I suppose. Watch this space. Watch this space we'll indeed. We'll keep you updated as always. Shall we kick it on over to the Disney? Oppo? Yeah, the Oppo. Yeah. Oh. Hollywood Studios. We did a big episode, Josh. A Star Wars Galaxy's Edge info dump of sorts sure did uh, some weeks ago now but we've got some uh, new details I mean the difference here is that when we did the episode before that was all based on official information they put out yeah. a couple of videos uh, Disney um, for the first time in a while like concrete information about the land and the rides and how things were going I think the big announcement at that point was the uh, John Williams score yeah which was land, awesome which is fantastic yeah so yeah, I highly recommend you go check that out if you haven't listened to it before. But uh, what we're going to talk about now is is stuff from anonymous sources. Yeah, this is literally spy in the bushes stuff here, <laughs> it folks. It certainly is. Uh, via attractionsmagazine.com. And they've got some details on both of the rides, the, the sort of heavyweight rides coming to Galaxy's Edge at both Disneyland in California and Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Far more substantial details about the Rise of the Resistance ride, as opposed to the Smuggler's Run ride, yep. which is the sort of pilot, the Millennium Falcon experience. That yeah. does sound like it's going to be what everyone expects it to be. I'm not trying to downplay it at all, because I'm sure it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be a you know a, a real wish fulfillment kind of experience. Yeah, it's a Star imagine. Wars uh, mission space. It, yeah, it sounds like it's that's uh, what it's going for. It's a simulator esque where you are controlling the. 
Cruise of, Falcon. Cruise of Six. Yep. Sounds like. You've got specific buttons that you have to press at certain times, I'd imagine. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like, I don't know how, commi- how committed they're going to be to authenticity, but as we know, Josh, you tend to only see four people in the cockpit. It's true. And there's some, you know, someone who doesn't care for health and safety is going to stand up. So I'm thinking four in the cockpit, two in the turrets. Oh, curveball. Yeah. yeah, why not? Get a different view. Do you have to climb a ladder to get to the turrets? That would be cool. And you have to do the... Uh, Woohoo! <laughs> or you uh that's that's the best hand. I, I will do that. Yeah. I would do that. I'm sure someone could do it way better than I just did. I just sounded like a sim or something there. That that would be cool. You did sound like a sim, that's yeah. yeah. Yep. That's my two talents, Mickey Mouse and Sims impressions. That's all I can do. It sounds like Rise of the Resistance is the the thing to get yeah. arguably even more hype for. Uh, you're putting your at this point, you gotta yeah, tell just me to move along or something. Move along. Move along. <laughs> uh just real quick here. Yeah. Spoilers. All right. Uh, for how the ride is going to be. Well, yes, if this is true. If this is true. Let's so, assume it's true. Uh, just potential spoilers. Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You were warned. Um, but you've got this far, so it counts probably to our listening. So thanks. Han Solo's dead. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that's even closer. That's mm. like... I'm warming up. I'm getting closer and closer yeah. to the real spoilers. Uh, real spoilers. Here we go. Ooh. Ready? Yes. Go on in. This ride looks awesome. It that's does. not. Well, I guess that's all a, right. Well, thanks spoiler? for listening. Yeah. Well, we'll be back next week. No. So, what do you want to? I mean, we've got the article in front of us, so we make apologies if uh, it does sound like we're reading. It's because we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh, do you want to take us through it? Sure. So the ride starts off. Here we go. Guests aboard a ship, and unbeknownst to them, they'll spin. 180 degrees inside. Oh. Yeah. Boom. Exit for the nice. gift shop. <laughs> yeah. The thrill of the 180 degree turn is enough. Basically, they'll go up to a uh, ship, and then on that ship, they'll be uh, processed as prisoners. Mm. Uh, this is all pre cute This is pre-ride stuff. Yeah, I was just about to say, actually, what is your favourite ever... You know, quite a few queues do this, where there's a, uh illusion of movement. Yes. While you're in the queue. Yeah. So it feels like you've travelled and you, ha- you haven't actually. Yeah. A few that come to mind that I like. Oh, here we go. Uh, Men in Black. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a very good one. Yeah. Um, it's Because they play it up more and more. Every year that goes by, it seems like they play that up more and more. With a guy who introduced you yeah. to the uh, the facade, then goes around, just walks around the other side of the elevator that hasn't actually moved yeah. while you've been in it. And is suddenly just... like an agent. <laughs> that's pretty good. And then the Gringotts one, you're getting a lift on that as well, and I'm not convinced that that actually goes anywhere at all either. Because then you end up going upstairs, don't you? You come out yeah. and the lifts. And, and there's, uh, I want to say there's another one that does something. There's like a illusion of me. Another, another cue I'm trying to think of what it might be. A stretching room in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, of course. Which yeah. is actually a curveball. That's good. Uh, is a lift in Disneyland, California. Is is an actual lift? Is an actual so you do lift? Actually, move? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because uh, the re- the show building uh, where the the whole most of the ride takes place is actually the other side of the train tracks. Right. So you have to go down in the lift to walk across, to then get into the ride building. Huh? How do yeah. you know this stuff? I just, just, just. I just know. Just know. I I, I listen to a lot of history podcasts. Mm. Good icebreakers, I'm sure. Yes. Excellent. Excellent icebreakers. 
Um, Should we return to the uh, rise of the resistance? Yeah. So this is so that it seems like quite a long pre-show. Yeah. Pre-ride. Yeah. Um, So obviously you do this bit where you go up to the spaceship where you start getting processed, uh, and you got some uh, some screen bits uh, and some robot bits which uh, happen. Uh, Star Tours is an example of this. Mm. We have like a pre-ride screen thing that you watch. Yeah. Tower of Terror, obviously. So I'm going to be interested to know, is it going to be something where there's a lot of waiting around, not looking at anything particularly of interest, and then everyone gets funneled through to like the next bit of the pre-show, and then the next bit of the pre-show. Like, um, I think Escape from Gringotts, there is that bit where you're talking to like Bill yeah. and the, the Goblin. Yes. And there's, you only see that once. You go into that room, you see that, and then they move you on. Yes. Whereas in, say, The Forbidden Journey... You could see the Harry, Ron, and Hermione bit where they go over and over again. And you could see that six times while you're queuing. Yeah. So is this going to be like that? I think there's going to be like see a... this kind of stuff six times because the queue doesn't move because it's so busy. Or is it going to be the thing where I think you're going to have like a main queue? Yeah. And then you're going to have a the pre-ride yeah. bits are going to be in like a secondary queue. And then you just get shuffled. So you're moving there. on, moving on. I yeah. Move along, you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, guests will be told to move along <laughs> and they're taken into their individual load rooms and from these load rooms you are put into your capsules so what's, what, what kind of ride vehicle are we looking at here I think we've got to look at one of the, look at that in the uh, video that Disney put out themselves before Christmas yes um, I should point out I don't know if I'd mentioned this but you're being processed as prisoners so you are the... a resistance spy are you I don't think you're necessarily a resistance spy, but right. you are being treated as such. Okay. And therefore, you know, you're part of the Rebel Alliance, mm. even if you're not. Right. Uh, and you'll be treated as one and locked up in the cells. Oh, well, that's not really nice. And the vehicles that you get into are supposed to be uh, vehicles that take you to your cells. Yeah. Uh, and they're, uh, I guess you could call them... But then there's a malfunction, you take a wrong turn, and there's a T-Rex! Yeah! Or... Uh, I guess it's, it's a it's a bit like the um, Ratatouille ride, yeah. In technology, at the very least, or, yeah. Um, if if in story as well, then great. <laughs> just try to escape the uh, first order's kitchen. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man is similar as well. I guess a massive sulk because you've stolen the last <laughs> chocolate biscuit. If this is if this is if this has if this makes the same level of impact as Spider Man did in 1999, I would suggest they're on to something quite special. Yes. And I was listening to the most recent episode of the Park Stop podcast where they went into quite a bit of detail about this as well. And they pointed out, in fact, that the the lead... They're called Imagineers at Disney, right? Yes. The lead Imagineer on this ride is the guy that basically was the lead on Spider-Man. Oh, back in the convenient. 90s. Uh, Transformers the universe. Uh, is a poor man's knockoff of Spider-Man as well. Transformers is a poor man's Spider-Man, yes. Just in general. Mm. <laughs> Needs more Hayley Steinfeld. yeah. So, I, we should point out that this technology, certainly in the theme parks, a lot of it started off um, with Tower of Terror. That is obviously a Hollywood Studios ride. Mm. Uh, that has a uh, trackless part of it. Yeah. Which goes into the lift shaft, goes up, moves around, goes into another lift shift, does the drop, droppy bit, etc., uh, etc. Et yeah. So, it's sort of come full circle here mm. with this ride, and it's really cool. It certainly does. So from here, uh, you are going along. Uh, and there's sort of there's no people 
walking around Empire people with their grey suits on or whatever. Right. But there are some robots running around. Okay. I guess because you don't want to run people over. No, probably not. People could stand in the wrong place. Mm, they could. And at this point, as you go around, there's two like transports that are together, which is very similar to Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, that was three, I think, but here it's two. Yeah. And you go around, and then a rogue droid comes along and hacks your vehicles, and that is when your escape mission begins. Nice. And as you go, and it's pretty cool. So you uh, you go around, you're f- you're flying, you're sort of running through the corridors of the ship of the ship, of the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, you go underneath the like big gun emplacements. Yeah. Kind of Ren appears with his saber. Nice. It lights up. An animatronic Kylo Ren. That yeah. Is. Now, bearing in mind how incredible the Beauty and the Beast animatronics looked when we spoke Ooh, about those true. a few weeks ago. Obviously, stylistically very different because they're designed to look like animation. Yep. But we actually spoke at the time at how, because they moved in such a human manner and they, they were so lifelike, the fact that they were cartoon in appearance was almost a bit creepy. Yeah, Because you Uncanny had these cartoon-looking people, but they were moving like real people. Yeah. So if the Kylo Ren animatronic is of that quality... Ironically, Kylo Ren looks human, moves like a robot. True. But if he moves like a human in it... I mean, it could be... I mean, the, it's exciting to think just how good that animatronic could be based on what we've seen yeah. from Disney in the past. But certainly that Beauty and the Beast stuff is such a huge step up that one would assume you know, they're going to spare no expense when it comes to Star Wars and that's going to have animatronics of that sort of quality also. Yes. Which is, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So from here, you so you spin around, because obviously you're not going to fight Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's going to murder you. Come on, we could take him. Yeah, I mean, we there's lots of him. us. We could take him. Be fine. Yeah. So you spin around and you go into a hangar that has near full-size AT&Ts in it. AT&Ts? AT&T, that's a bank. No, that's a... Isn't it? Phone network oh, no, in America, yeah. yeah. Is... 8080s. Yeah. Atats. At ats, yeah. And they're gonna be shooting at you. Near full scale atats shooting at you. I don't know, what is a full scale atat? What is how big are they supposed to be? I mean there's that one outside the um Star Tours, isn't there? Are we talking that big? There's gonna be two of those inside the yeah. building? That's pretty amazing. That's yeah, that's quite impressive. Because that thing's large. If you think about it in uh <laughs> the Films, yeah. In was it Empire Strikes Back when they're on Hoth? Yes. Yeah. You've got like that ship that Luke's in is like he's like it, he's be, very small compared to those things. Yeah. So they're very large. If they're meant to be that big in this ride, then that's um that's astounding. Yeah. When do you think this is set? By the way, do you think they bother to to contextualize it or? I'd imagine so, but or will it be sort of? Personally, I think they should set it before The Force Awakens. Because presumably, Kylo Ren was, you know, a feared Sith Lord or whatever you want to call him. Yes. In the in the lead up to that film. And the, I think that is perhaps the safest place to set it in a way. Because then you don't have to worry about where he's at emotionally. It's true. He's just an evil guy trying yeah. to prove himself at mm. that point. He's not, like, unsure about things or mopey or killed his dad or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, that's probably where you want to put it, I guess. Yeah. It's not like going kind of crazy so much. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because he goes a bit, does go a bit crazy in that. He, he does. He does. It's a bad film, let's be fair. Which one are we talking about? All of them. Oh, all of them. <laughs> all of them. 
Sure. I mean, that's, I, I can't be bothered to have that argument right now, so I'll just agree. I mean, uh, of the uh, new All main of Star Wars series. is bad. Ma- new main series. Uh, seven and eight yeah. are bad. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> eight is definitely bad. Uh, the highs in eight are very high, I feel. Uh, but the lows are very low. And the, and, story's... And, and the story doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently they can move around and fire upon the get. You know, their heads move around. Not you know, they're not just stomping if just around. Stomping around at random. Like, that'd be impressive. That'd be pretty cool. But I can't see it myself. So and then you go up an elevator shaft and you'll be on the second floor of the building. So which is really cool. So that's. I mean, it's really cool for me because I'm a nerd. Mm. But so that's again like Terra Terra. It's bringing that you know two start different. Ride technologies into it with the yeah uh, trackless going into the lift yeah the elevator yeah this uh, show building must be absolutely massive it's a big old building yeah yeah that is for sure there's some twists and turns uh you so the as you go through the AT and T section the two <laughs> oh, I keep doing it now Christ no, it's fine let's just just, just stick to it it's, <laughs> it's become a, become a bit <laughs> The two ride vehicles that are together split off and go into separate lifts. Right. And they come back together at the top. Okay. And as they twist and turn. Yeah. Uh, they meet two animatronics. What's that geezer's name? Oh, the ginger one. General Hux. Is that him? Yes. Is that, is that ginger right. geezer? I'm going to assume so, yeah. How's he made his way to being a general? That's just awful. I know, right? First, the was it First Order? First Order. They're real bad. Yeah, they're not great. They're not the Empire, are they? No, they're, they're no Empire. No. Empire would have not, uh, breakfast. Grand Moff Tarkin, is he? No. no and he's basically the Grand Moff Tarkin character, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess. Ugh. Mm. Wow. So there we're walking around. He's good in Ex Machina, at least. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. I just yeah. don't I think the character's not very good. No. They'll be talking resistance fires, so fighters start attacking the ship. Just get like the black X wings. They've come to save the guests, Josh. Yes. Poe Dameron and the lads, yeah. I would imagine. Poe, Poe's a boy. Poe, Poe's all right. Yeah. yeah Poe's cool. I downloaded, I, I uh, watched a film the other day just because he was in it. All right. What film was that? Uh, I can't remember now. Star Wars. Yeah. From there, enter the gun room, and you can, uh, and they're like going off, like shooting at the X-Wings and the ships, and you can feel them going off, like they'll like reverberate through your body. Apparently. Sounds pretty intense. Yeah. I'm uh, hoping that this is a very sort of, Sensory experience, yes. High levels of you know high quality production values. I'm sure. Yes, will be flowing through this entire thing. Um, you'll meet Kylo Ren again, who sl- swings his lightsaber around as he does. As he does, just yeah. loves swinging his lightsaber. I'm around. really curious to see how the lightsaber effect is done. Yeah, uh, apparently it's going to cause visible burns and gashes to the walls. I'd love so. it if they just took one out of the gift shop. You know, the light-up ones you can get for, like, $20. You're just using one of those. That'd That'd be quite funny. Flicks it out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Apparently, uh, he almost grabs the guests when the Star Destroyer is hit by a huge blast. Does he tell us to prepare to forfeit our souls? Yes. No. No? Maybe. Then we escape from Kylo Ren. We get a call from the Resistance. Le Resistance. From uh, Remy. He's like, Bonjour! (laughs) It's Remy! Hello! I am part of the resistance. Uh, the resistance de Remy. And it says, get to a goddamn escape pod. Well, you do what Remy said. Yeah. And I will serve you a lovely ratatouille. Oh, yes. Go find an escape pod. Yep. And then 
the escape pod goes off, and there is a terror terror style drop. Oh, so uh, that is you as that is the escape pod firing away from uh, the ship. This sounds intense. Yeah, this sounds like uh, this ride vehicle's being asked to do a lot of stuff that, when you look at it, you wouldn't think it was capable of doing. I mean, realistically, it's just a trackless ride. Mm. It, I mean, again, it's just Terra Terra taken to the upper echelons of what that could have been. Yeah. Obviously, that was built in the 80s. But it sounds like this is all, like, a lot of this stuff is actually going to be happening. It's not like Spider Man, where that bit at the end where you fall, you're actually not moving at all, really. No. Like, the thing tilts forward and the screens make it look as though you're falling and, and it yeah. works. You, yes. You have that sensation of falling and it's re- really clever how it, how it works. But this sounds like. There's actually going to be some falling involved. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you are going to fall forty feet. Yeah, from the second floor to the ground floor. Well, from the first floor to the ground floor. Yeah, it sounds ambitious, um, long as well. Yeah, it sounds like a long ride. Now it this does is, like including all the pre-ride stuff as well. Yeah, it's going to be intense. Well, yeah. I mean, the queues are going to be about six hours long. Yeah, it's true. So maybe they have that in mind. They'd be like, well, at least let them be on the ride for like two minutes. minutes or something, yeah. <laughs> Again, hate to shout out such a uh, such a rival, Josh. Such Ooh. an intense rival. Ooh. No, kidding around. Uh, the Park Stop Podcast again, again here, just chucking one out um, for them. They, um, the host of that particular podcast, has sources. Of course, um, actually, ITK possibly superior to your own, Josh. I hate to say it. Uh, uh, suggestions that the ride could be as long as twenty five minutes. Christ, twenty five minutes is a long time to be on a ride. But the que- the queues are going to be ridiculous, though. They are, they are going to be like, long. and so they're going to limit the amount of people that can go into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, there's going to be a limit on the amount of people in that area of the park. Right. Let alone on the rides. Yeah. So you could be queuing for four hours to get into Galaxy's Edge before you then have to queue four hours to get on the ride. Mm. So, what is the longest ride you've ever been on? This hard question to put you on the spot. I know. I'm trying to think myself of what. Because it's probably something that feels like deceptively long. Like, can you include something like the Jungle Cruise, which probably is about twelve minutes? Or Jungle something? Cruise is pretty long. Pirates of the Caribbean is probably ten minutes. Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion is probably up there. Twenty-five minutes, and this sounds. This is feels like this is, seems intense as well. Like, I think it's got. It's probably going to be uh, pirates. I'd imagine. Mm. Yeah, something like that. It's one of those. Yeah, classic. Disney I mean, I rides. guess Jungle Cruise is probably it. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that's. No. That's as long as that. Uh, Spaceship Earth is pretty bloody long. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got stuck on the Forbidden Journey once, so that was about 20 minutes. Yeah, I got stuck, and then uh, <laughs> the audio was out of sync with the yeah, animatronics. Yeah, same. And you're like, great. Yeah. Yeah, so the escape pods drop down. You drop into a uh, warehouse back on the Batu. Is that is that is That's that where, the Galaxy's Edge? That is, is that where Galaxy's setting? Edge is. Yeah, that's right. the planet. Um, Batu. And then the ride vehicles come out, and you disembark like you were on Ratatouille. Okay, into then, a nice French restaurant. You yeah, a wee. <laughs> and, and Remy's there. Bonjour, I saved your lives. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Yeah, you actually uh, end up in. Oh, it's just the guy from that weird space fifties diner from Attack of the Clones, <laughs> where Obi Wan Kenobi goes inexplicably because this guy's like an expert on have, secrets of the clones. Have you seen that? Uh, Steve Carell is doing a uh, space yes. office. Yes, based on the Donald Trump announcement that he wants to make a space force. Yes. Conceptually, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. We'll wait and see if it's good or not. But 
Yeah, that does sound like it could be quite funny. Yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, and you get off the ride, and that's where you can pick up your photo pass picture for the low, low price of oh. uh, ninety four dollars. Yeah. Or something. I think it is like 20 bucks or something these days. Probably, probably is. I'll give you eight now. Twelve. When yeah. I Galaxy I'm trying to... Like, there's a lot... I mean, there's a lot of structure in Galaxy's Edge. So... Yeah. You would figure there's enough space for it. Hmm. Star Wars Land is coming... Sounding pretty cool. Certainly the Hollywood Studios version when it... Obviously, it's going to get the hotel as well. It sounds incredible, I must say. I, uh... Sounds out of this world. I, I'm a big Star Wars guy. You kind of... Kind of... The thing about Star Wars is that it's such an all-encompassing thing. And whatever you want to say about George Lucas in terms of him as a writer, as an ideas man, he's obviously he's got good quite ideas. impressive. Yeah. And so at this point, it's I like Star Wars almost irrespective of the films because I just like the universe of Star Wars and I just think it's cool. Yeah. And so this, as an opportunity to walk around Star Wars, essentially, uh, and, and kind of feel like you're living in it for... A couple hours of a day. Yeah. It it looks fantastic. I mean, the amount of money that's going into it, I, I'd i hate to try and guess how much this is all going to cost, but I'm very excited and I'm, I'm, I might feasibly not go to this thing for like two, three, four years. I have no idea. Yeah. You say. I mean, I want to go back. But back, I'm very much looking forward to it. I really want to go back to Disney World uh, in 2021. Yes, you which do. Which will be yeah. the 50th anniversary. Mm. We will both be there for the uh, anniversary of... Hollywood Studios. Yes. Which is this year. Yep. The Mickey and Minnie's Railway Ride. Is that this year? That is meant... Well, Disney are hoping it will come out or be open on the 1st of May. Wow. Yeah, which is the official anniversary right. of Holly, of MGM, Hollywood well, Studios. Well, I'll miss that as well, but... So I will be after that. Yeah. That seems quite hard. I don't even know if they've like started testing it yet, like internally. I've, I've heard very little about... What that ride even really is? Yeah, it's. I think so. From what my understanding of that ride is, I'm hoping it's like that bit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, when they yeah. go through the tunnel and they're just in Cartoon Land. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, in terms of new stuff, since I was last there, when I go, I'm just. Uh, I've got my fingers crossed for Fast and Furious Supercharged, Josh. Oh. I hear it's pretty incredible. Oh. Incredibly bad that is. Yeah. And I, I don't think Jimmy Fallon's meant to be much better. It can't be any worse. No. Like, Earthquake was amusing. Like, by the end of Earthquake's career, yeah. when it became Disaster the Movie, and they were proper hamming it up at that point. Yeah, you had... Um, uh, what's his name? Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. Playing the famous movie director. Yes. That was quite funny. Yeah, that was good. But they've basically taken the same show ride and... I'm curious just to see how, because I've not watched the, uh, uh, an on-ride video or anything. I have no idea what it's like now. So I'm, I'm just curious to see how they've managed to, again, repurpose this old-ass ride into yeah. well, somehow into Fast and Furious. Not only that, if you go to... It's not Fast Ride. It's no. certainly not a Fast Ride. If you go to Universal mm. uh, Studios uh, California... Yeah. This ride already exists there, already existed there as well. Oh, identical, but you're not on a dedicated ride car. Yeah, you're in the tram. Oh, like the the studio tour thing. Yes, right. So the backlot tour that Hollywood Studios MGM used to do was stolen from what well, Universal was going to put that in their park in Orlando because they do it in Hollywood. 
And Michael Eisner stole it because he looked at the plans because he was going to come on when he... Because he used to be head of Paramount. Right. And he, Paramount were going to do a deal with Universal when Universal first opened. And then he said no. Then he left, became head of Disney. And went, we're going to steal all your ideas and put it into MGM. And then Universal decided not to do that. And MGM was like, oh, you, you beat us to it. So we can't now. Universal, so, you mean? So, yeah. Universal, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but the transfer already existed in... Uh, California, because yeah. they go around the actual sets of actual films. Yeah. Uh, and they've added, you know, Jaws is there, or was there, I think it might be stopped now. King Kong's on that, right? King Kong is there now. Uh, Fast and Furious, and Fast and Furious Supercharged is apparently pretty much the same, apart from the ride car is different. Right. I look forward to going back all the same. Yes. I- I'm just hyped to have my uh, my favourite cookie of all time, which <laughs> is the Universal Studios uh, freshly baked cookie. Also available at Islands of Adventure. I'm gonna. I, I have not had this cookie, so I'm gonna have to. It's very good. I'm gonna have to s- seek out this. I cookie. think that it's probably available in plenty of places at the two parks, but um, I know for a fact because this is where we always go for our breakfast slash brunch. Yeah. We either go to the San Fran Bakery near Jaws. Next to the cat, there's a caricature place outside. Right. Um, it's near, opposite one of those photo shops you can go in and have your face superimposed into like yeah, a movie near the artist formerly known as Jaws yes exactly yeah. so that's where we go in Universal and in the islands it's the Crescent Moon which is on the, the, the end on the right of the on, entrance plaza bit yeah. yeah it's a good cookie also very good the strawberry flan it's outstanding <laughs> and the turkey croissant as well if you want something savoury turkey croissant is very good I as think, well uh, after I think like a, a June time episode is going to be Foods of... Foods of the Theme Parks. Yes. Foods of the Theme Parks sounds like a good one. Uh, yeah, going to have to remind ourselves of the foods. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good fun. Well, that'll do it for this week, Josh. We've had a good old chinwag there. Yeah. Uh, about some of the biggest rides on the horizon all looking coming to Florida. All looking exciting very exciting stuff. in their own yeah. ways. But man, that Star Wars ride sounds pretty Ooh, amazing. Baby. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, as we did mention earlier, we are on Instagram. Yep. It's Park Rush Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. The same username on those. And you can find all the episodes on uh, parkrush.com. Absolutely. Or you can find us on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, as I said earlier, half jokingly. But in all seriousness, we're pretty chuffed with uh, how things are going at the moment. Uh, so thanks very much for tuning yeah, in and listening. We really listening. appreciate it. We appreciate it a great deal. And we've had some nice feedback as well. So uh, we will be back next week. Until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.